It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Yes. We talk love, we talk relationships, we talk ulala, we talk not so newlywed, we talk life. That's what we do. Uh, the phone number, 855-905-8255. You have a problem, you have a dilemma, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner is giving you trouble, you don't understand them. Call us, 855-905-8255. If you want to see, you know, a beautiful Angie and your <laughs> humble servant, <laughs> Simon and Angie, social media, and everything else, simonandangie.com. I have a question, Angie. Mm-hmm. I have to just tell you a little story. So, you know, I live in a development and, and I have neighbors. Uh, one of them is Jim, but let's say 45 years old, married for 10. Yeah. Three teenagers, two girls and a boy, all between 13 and 16. Oof. So you can imagine. Right. And we play ping pong together, Jim and I. Nice. Yeah, we, we love playing ping pong. Always Jim shows up, something is up. Okay. He's had enough of something. He's always got an issue. If, if, if there's not a single time, there's not an issue. Right. This time... He gets there and he's flustered, you know, he has his racket and all this. He said, Simon, I, I want to understand something. My wife, whatever I say, says, fine. Fine. Everything is fine. But I can never tell when a woman says fine if she means it or if it's not fine. Like if he asks her if something is wrong, her yeah. answer is always, it's fine. I'm because, fine. Because he said, can I go play ping pong with Simon before dinner? It's fine. And so, what does I'm fine really mean? So, I want your perspective what fine really means in the mouth of a woman when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. The very beautiful Angie Taylor, who every night shows up in wonderful outfit. Yeah. That that green military. You like my little military outfit? I I like it a lot. It fits your green eyes. Angie has green eyes, brown hair, beautiful. So, that's always a pleasure, Angie. Anyway, uh, my neighbor Jim has a problem. I think most men have a problem understanding what the world. You guys have problems. We we have many problems. Uh Right. One of them (laughs) is to understand what our girlfriend or or wife means when she says fine. So let me just reset the story. My neighbor Jim shows up. He's upset because we play ping pong together before dinner usually. His wife has to set up the table, do the cooking. He goes, can I go play with Simon? She goes, fine. He shows up, right? But he, and then he feels guilty. He says, I don't know if I should have come. What does it mean, fine, Simon? And I said, that is a great question. I'm going to ask Angie that one. Well, I think it depends. I mean, there's that's a very loaded answer, depending on what, hap- what led up to. I'm fine. It's fine. I mean, maybe it is just fine. Okay, I'm busy. Like, go ahead, go. It's fine. Or yeah. it's... <sighs> Fine. You know, it's tone, it's context, it's were they arguing already that day? Was she mad at him about something? It depends. Because it might have just been fine. I'll see you in a little bit. Do you think fine means it's okay? Well, I feel like if the problem already is lying and he's asking her permission. Like, can I go play with Simon? Yeah. That sounds like a five-year-old asking mommy, well, can I go play? Maybe it's the way he's wording it. Like, do, okay. would you mind... If I ran next door and played ping pong with Simon before dinner, would you mind? It's a great insight you gave us because if we reword our questions, the answer is clear, right? Right. So if he says, do you mind I'm going to play ping pong with Simon? She has to say yes or no. Whereas if you say, can I go play with Simon? She's going to say fine. 
because she yeah. knows if she says no, like you know. Watch for facial expressions. Facial. If she rolls her eyes when she says, "Fine," like there's something behind that. Watch what? for tone. You know, there's a lot behind words sometimes. Do you use that too? Uh, no. On Jason, your I, husband? I try not to. If you had to uh, go out with girlfriend, would you say to Jason, uh, can I go out with his girlfriend? No. I never say, can I? That's not how you start it, because he's not my daddy. Okay. I'll say, do we have plans on Friday? If not, I'm probably going to go have dinner okay. with my girlfriend if, if we don't have anything going on. Stop asking for permission. We're all grownups here. Well, it's easy to say, but then there's all the guilt. Why? Because you say, fine, we go home, and then it's, it's well, not so it's, fine. You re- word it the right way. Let's reword the no right guilt. way. You know, Angie, you said you know we shouldn't ask for permission, but I got a few things that I think every partner, every husband and wife's boyfriend and girlfriend should ask when they're in a relationship. You can't not ask permission for those things. So stay with us. We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to the show of Joy of Life. Yes. Joie de vivre. That's what we give after a long day of work. You listen to us and we thank you for that. I'm Simon Marcel, by the way. The accent is from Paris. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, is there things or questions we should ask to each other when we're in a relationship? And at first, Nancy, you said, I don't think we should ask permission. And then a couple of things popped to my mind that I'm going to pass by you. Just tell me. Asking you... permission. Yes. From your mate. Exactly. Let's say, Angie, you want to take a trip to Europe without your husband, Jason. Do right. you ask permission? I don't ask permission. Okay. We'll have a conversation about it. Like, hey, I want to talk to you about something I'm thinking about doing. Let me know what you think. Because, again, I feel like asking permission, like, can I go to Europe yeah. or can I go to my friend's house or anything? Yeah. You're, you're putting somebody in a position of power to control what you do all the time when you ask permission. So I try to word it like, hey, I want to go with my girlfriends to Paris yes. uh, this summer. What do you think about that? So my parents do that. They ask each other permission when uh, my mom's taking any trips. Now my she fa- says, can I go? Robert, can I go there? Are you going to be okay? That's really, it's going to okay. be like that. Now my father's 90, so it's a different matter. But yet, all my life, my parents have asked each other this permission. Another thing, money, Angie. Money. Money. Right. Let's, I remember you gave a loan to your sister. I did, and we had a conversation about that. Yes. Where I said to him, hey, um, this is what... My sister needs, she's asking for a loan. Can we swing this? What would you think yes. about loaning it to her? And we go from there. Almost. If he said, I have a problem loaning that amount of money, absolutely, it's our money. I would be considerate of that. Okay. Um, I might have tried to find a compromise. What about half the amount? What yeah. about, you know, just to see okay. that. I have a few more questions with you about what you should ask or not ask permission for when you're in a relationship. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Good evening. We're just talking, Angie, about if there is instances where each other should ask permission. And from your mate, from if you want to do something. Exactly, okay. exactly. Uh, Angie's more on the school of not asking, but presenting the facts and then discussing it. Discussions, Discussions rather than, can I do this, can I do that? I'm more old school because of my parents. They ask each other that as a form of, like, I guess, respect and courtesy. There's no better school. Well, I think it's having a schools. conversation is respect and courtesy because I wouldn't just go do something without discussing it either. Right. You know, I wouldn't go just take a trip with my girlfriends without discussing it. But if you said no then you're not going. I would have to know a lot of reasons why he was opposed. Okay. If he says, well, listen, we have a trip coming up. We can't afford it. Or I was going to take you there. I'd rather you went with me. I would consider those things. If okay. there's no reason for it, 
that would be a problem. I'm on the school of asking permission in a constructive way so that it gives the other person that you have not made your decision yet. You don't think saying, let's talk about this is... Well, let's talk about it. It's already putting the other person in a situation if he says no, if she says no to be in a tough situation. Whereas, would you be okay if I went to Paris? The other person said, I'm totally cool or not. But it gives the other person, your partner, a positive stand to start the conversation. Okay. Um, you're a parent. You have yes. a 13-year-old. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, education. Okay. Changing school or anything related to the education of your kid. That's come up. And um, I'm not, you know, with my daughter's father anymore. Right. And we have 50-50 custody of her. That means all decisions are joint. And a school situation did come up where it was a discussion. Okay. It, it was like, what do you think would be best? Let's look at options of schools and pick something. I like the what do you think. Yeah. You know, instead of asking permission or asking... Say, just what would you think? How would you, you th feel? How would you feel? How do you think? I how like that, How do you that, feel Angie. about this? Absolutely. Yeah. Angie, the phones are ringing off the hook. Yes. And thank you for that. I see all the red lights on our board. We're going to go to the call next, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. Good evening. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Good evening. Uh, this is a call-in show, 855-905-8255. We talk relationships, we talk romance, we talk ulala, we talk drama. And we have Anna listening in Granby Mass on Mix 93.1. Bonjour, Anna. Bonjour, Simon. Hi, Angie. Hi, Anna. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tell us what's going on. Okay, so I went on a first date with this guy, and it was great. We really connected. Conversation was easy. Mm -hmm. He picked me up in, like, an old Honda Accord, which was no big deal. Like, I didn't even notice at the time or anything. Mm -hmm. But then on the second date, he showed up in a brand-new BMW, and he made a point to say, this is my real car. The last car I showed up in was a test. I wanted to find out if you were a gold digger or not. Oh, and no. Seriously. So I want to know, like, I don't know how I feel about this. I sort of feel it's very superficial. I don't know if I should date him or dump him. I think that's offensive. He's just assuming something about you without even knowing you. I would be offended if somebody thought I was a gold digger. But of course, of course. I mean, and the fact that he, he mentioned it shows how also disrespectful he's to Anna, really. Well, he's, he yeah. tested her. And why do you need to be tested but, right away in a relationship? That's and, not fair. And to say it. To say to he Anna. He didn't have to because he showed up in two different cars. And Yeah, exactly. But to say it and point out that he has this new BMW yeah. that's really his car sign of insecurity and immaturity where is the romance where is the the charming evening where i mean he's making everything about money he's the one that's making it about money about money she didn't an object yes right you know all about this car and so anna after he said that how did you feel i felt gross i was offended just like said. it's offensive like, yeah i if we hadn't had such a great first date I don't know. It's just so strange. I've never had anybody do that before. It's just a weird reaction, I think. Well, it's a man who doesn't like women. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, any man who says that to a second date or first date or any woman like that is a man deep down that is a misogynist, somebody who doesn't like women. I don't know anyone who would go on a, on a first date, second date, and then says that to women. Because let's translate, Angie. What does it mean, a gold digger? Let's, let's be 100% honest. Yeah, it means, that, it? it means that women only want him for his money. For money. Right. And what kind of women sleep with men for money? Not good ones. Exactly. And so, like, why would you just assume that she was that? 
that person without knowing anything. That's already insulting her before you guys even like get off the ground. So I say dump him. I said the same thing. Don't let any man disrespect you, okay? Next time, get out of the I car. Think, guys. <laughs> yes. Make sure you're at a stop sign, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you so much. There are many ways where you know people test their partners mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning and even the middle of relationships or marriage. So we're going to talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. Stay with us. This is Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. We were talking about, you know, people do sometimes very silly things to test their partners. Right. That last call with Anna, just this guy asking her if she was a gold digger because he had this new car. Shame on him. Uh, But many people do many kind of things to test their partner, right? Yeah. I mean, I I know a lot of people who purposely will try to make their mate jealous just to see if they can get a reaction. It's like a test. Like some people find that if you're not jealous, then... You know, you must not really like me, so let me flirt with this guy and see what he does. A test. Have you ever encountered this? No. No? I would never play that game. Like, especially if I don't know how someone's going to react. Like, he could either be, like, the type that's violent and might try to attack somebody, me or the guy. Like, I don't know how that's going to play out. That's a dumb test. That that was played on me. I went on a date, and uh, this girl, who was lovely at first, keep telling me about Kevin Love from the Cavs, right? And how handsome he was and all this. Now, Kevin Love is much younger than me and much more handsome and tall and everything more than me. And after a while, I said to myself, I started to feel jealous. What the heck? That's what she wanted. Yeah, and it worked. But the reaction was I didn't want to see her anymore. Right. right? So that kind of testing each other, like, you know, you're supposed to be. I told her, I said, what is it? You should go date Mr. Kevin Love, not me. I'm not a a calf player. Oh, I'm just talking about him. And I think the reason someone does that is to make you feel little. Well, and I also think there's, you know, when you do things like that, if you're testing somebody, you don't trust somebody. Like in the case of that guy, he didn't trust that that girl wasn't a gold digger. Um, you don't trust that somebody doesn't like you, so let me try to make them jealous to prove that they like me. But when it doesn't feel good, it's because it's always against you. That I've learned. Oh, now. well, it's it's a not fun game to play. It's not a fun game. I have a story to tell you about one of our okay. coworkers who has a test for girls when he first dates them. One of our coworkers? Yes. Stay with us. Angie's story coming up next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. A uh, phone number, 855-905-8255, because it's a call-in show. Right before we went on a wonderful break, Angie, <laughs> we're going to tell a story about one of our co-workers. Yeah, the test that he has. Yes. So, And I'm intrigued, so do tell, please, what is his test? Our, our co-worker is a single guy. Yeah. He, he told Jill, our producer, and I the story, and we were shocked because it's the weirdest test I've ever heard. Okay. He says if he brings a girl to his home and if she spends the night and he wakes up in the morning and she does not make his bed. That, so again? <laughs> yeah. If she doesn't make his bed before she leaves. Wait a minute. That's the test. He won't see her again. I said, wait a minute. It's your bed, though. Why does she have to make your bed? Well, she slept in it, too, or something. I don't know. Like, a girl that doesn't make her bed. I'm like, that doesn't mean that she doesn't make her own bed. You know, she probably does make her own bed, but why does she have to make yours? It's your house. You know, it makes me feel that must be a mama's boy somewhere. Because when you're a little boy, and sometimes when you're a teenager, some of the moms too loving will do that for their sons when then they get used to it and they expect the girlfriend or, or wife to do the same like you what better my get mom over did. it you better get over it you're not a little boy anymore so have make you, your own bed have you ever left before you were married somebody's 
house. house and made the bed before you left? No. Never, right? It's their bed. <laughs> I agree. You make your own bed. I'll make mine. You make yours. I wouldn't expect you to make my bed before you left. That's... I wonder who that is. It's crazy. I wonder who... Well, I'll, I'll tell you later. Yeah, that's between <laughs> you and I. There are many other signs. We all have our scale and signals to know what's going to work for us, what's not going to work for us. So right. let's talk about that, Angie, because I have some of my signals, green or red. I'm sure you have yours when sure. you start dating somebody. Signs that it's going to work or not work. Stay with us for those answers. It's the rendezvous. Bonsoir, good evening, welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, Francais. Yes. And you tell her your accent is not as French. No, my accent is all Chicago. All <laughs> Chicago. We were just talking about signals or things people do say on a first date. You had this story about, I'm not going to say the name, but one of our co-workers next door apparently have a signal where if the girl he has spent the night with doesn't make the bed, too bad. His bad. bad. His bed. Wait his a minute. bed. If and she stays at his house and does not get up and make his bed, bad, then that's a sign. She's that... not coming back. Yeah. So so, so weird. Uh, but there are many also signs. We all have our signs of things that make it work. So, what are your signs, Angie? Like when you, if I'm out with somebody or I meet someone, single, I'm yeah. gonna say I'll say they do this and it shows me I don't want to date them. They're not gonna be a good partner for me. If you're rude. To if we're on a date, you're rude to the waitstaff. Courtesy. I, I mean, I think that's a kind of universal thing. Same. If you're rude to the waitress, you're going to be rude to me. Same. And um, if you never ask about me, like through a date, if you, all you do is talk about you and your life and everything, and you don't show any interest in anything about me. Same. Th- and then also, if you talk bad about your exes, if they're all crazy, oh. if they all are like nuts, all my exes, and you sit and bash them. They can't all be crazy. You did something too. <laughs> that, that, I agree with you. And I would add to that, if you're not friends with some of your ex, it worries me. It if, worries you? If you, you tell me all your ex, you have zero contact, that none of them are I worth of that your... That wouldn't worry me. It would worry me a it, little bit. It wouldn't worry me because some people just move on with their lives. I'm not friends with any of my exes, but I'm friendly. Like if I saw okay. them, I would sit and chat with them and say hi. Friendly is good but enough. But I'm not calling them to hang out with them. Friendly is good enough. Yeah. I'm friends with most of my ex and they're great friends of mine. So I, I take value in this. Another thing, Angie, there's just sense of humor. I mean, if we don't laugh at the same jokes, if you don't like to laugh, if you're right. too stiff, that's a sign for oh, me. Yeah. that Because, you know, I like to laugh. I'm a goofball and I want to enjoy. And I've noticed this. Sometimes you go on a date and maybe because I'm not funny or something, but I feel like I am. And then you are. Sometimes. But let's say the person doesn't get me. I mean, that just breaks the What if they're just, you, you know, you can't chalk that up to first date nerves. They're too nervous. That, yeah, that can be true. And another thing, lifestyle. Lifestyle. So, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm a boring drink avion kind of guy. Right. Angie's more fun than me, by the way. Uh, well, I, mean, I like my wine, but yeah, if you yeah. you wouldn't date somebody that was a you know a big partier. Let me let, let me even be more honest, because so Angie had just a fabulous party, Fourth of July. Yes, right. And I'm not so much of a party. I celebrate the Fourth of July, but I think if you want to have fun, Angie would, in that sense would be more fun than me. Angie, I mean, I'll be honest. I think you <laughs> oh, have I'll more throw fun. A party if there's yeah. A, if, yeah for any reason. So lifestyle is something really really big. Okay. Uh, another another thing is is easy breezy. So drama versus easy breezy. Mm-hmm. You can tell on a first date when they tell you a story if they're gonna be drama or if it's gonna be easy breezy. Depending on how dramatic the story is. <laughs> totally. And the way they talk the about way they the ex and the work or and all this. Um, Angie, when you met your husband now Jason for the first time, 
the way he spoke, did you feel, because he seems to be very calm, did you feel he was an easy breezy kind of guy? Totally. Totally, right? Yeah. And super funny. And he is. Are you an easy breezy kind of woman? I think I am. drama? I think I'm easy breezy. I don't think I'm very dramatic. You don't think so? I don't think so. Do you think I'm dramatic? Not with us at work. No, I don't think I'm dramatic. You're the most easy breezy co-host I've ever had now, and the most friendly. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're in a relationship, I'm sure my husband would say otherwise because compared to him, I probably am dramatic and I'm a little bit, you know, cuckoo in our relationship. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to ask your husband on Tuesday night on the Not Seniority Wed, just don't tell him in advance if he thinks you easy breezy or drama. Just oh, boy. Because... I think everyone should ask their right, partner right. what they think of that, right? Angie, we have a stack of emails right yes. in front of us, all those emails. And thank you for sending them to simonandangie.com. Uh, we read them and we have them. So, Angie, when we come back, I see you. We, what do we have? That bonjour, Simon Marcel uh, email for you. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. You look for romantic answers, you're going to get it. Stay with us. More of Simon and Angie next. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. Bonsoir. Thank you. You had an email for me. You said we have a yes. lot of emails. Thank you for sending us uh, at simonenergy.com. What is this one about, Angie? Well, this one's for you. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. They want your advice. Oh, thank you. This is from Anton, listening in Wentzville, Missouri on Alice 95.5. Uh, Anton says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Anton. I have a problem with the girl I'm dating. She's been hanging out with this other guy, and she says it's strictly platonic, but they hang out multiple times per week. I've never met him, and I think it's kind of strange that they spend so much time together, even if they're just friends. We agreed to not date anyone else. We're, you know, exclusive, so Mm -hmm. I don't understand why she's doing this. What would you do in my situation? I have an answer for that, so stay with us. We'll tell you next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Angie. Hello, Simon. You, please recap this email, this, this question for yeah, us. Yeah, um, simonandangie.com. We got this email for you from Anton saying, I have a problem with my girlfriend. Right. She's been hanging out with this guy, and they are supposed to just be friends, but they hang out a few times a week. I've never met him, and I think it's weird. We're not supposed to be dating anyone else. Why is she doing this? What should I do? Uh, Anton, thanks for the email. What you should do is ask her about it. What you should do is not assume that she's flirting, but just ask. Well, she and said they're just friends. So that would be cool. I think you should meet him soon. I think the best way is just to meet. That was my answer. Is like, say, if you're just friends, you're hanging out three days a week. Well, I want to hang out with you guys. Yeah, I mean. I want to be friends. If If that person is that close to you, I want to be friends with him too. Absolutely. Because I think only in person we can make an opinion about somebody we don't know. Right. I mean, you know... You can also see if there's chemistry between the two. Exactly. So, also, three times a week, it's a lot, Angie. It is a lot. It's a lot. So It's a lot for her to never have invited him out if she's so close with this guy. Why wouldn't she invite her boyfriend? It's a good question. Unless, I don't know, the guy is just... um, There's no reason. You're trying to find one. I'm trying to find one. You you won't find one. You know, it's like... um, No. No. No, okay. no. I try because, you know, I'm always on the side of avoiding the, the drama if possible. But so, Anton, just ask to meet this dude. It doesn't have to be drama, you know? Oh, like, no. We it, going with if the she sense? says no, then you know. Then there's your answer. I'm going in, if I was Anton, just, you know, I trust my girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, but I just want to see if there's chemistry between them. I want to see what's up with him and why she spends so much time with him. Exactly. So, Anton, keep us posted. Of course, we like follow-up stories. Always update Simon and Angie. Call us. Talking about callers, more calls are coming up next on The Rendezvous. 
Welcome back to the rendez-vous. Bonsoir, bonjour, bonjour Angie Taylor. Hi Simon, Marcel. Yes, it's a call-in show, the rendez-vous. We talk love, we talk relationships, we talk life. Phone number 855-905-8255. If you have a question for Angie or for me, you call us. Very simple. We have Dwight listening in Shawood, Arkansas on B98. Dwight, bonjour and welcome. Bonjour, Simon and Angie. Hello. How's Hi. It going? Hi. Thanks for calling, Dwight. What's going on? So I have been um, dating uh, someone for a few years now. It's been real long term. We recently have moved in together, you know, so things are very serious. Um, mm-hmm. But I have this problem where, you know, I have kind of a, a strange relationship with my family. I'm not very close to them. And uh, she hasn't told this to her parents at all. And instead, she's actually lied to them and said that I have this, like, great, wonderful relationship and oh, that we've yeah. had dinner with them, but, like, we haven't even seen them since we've moved in together. So I'm not really sure what to do because I, I feel like I'm in a rock and a hard place here, exactly. Dwight, uh, do you think she's doing it to paint a picture-perfect situation of yours? Like, the reason Obviously, why... Obviously, right? but why? Why would she do that? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. But, I feel like, is she worried that, like, her parents are going to judge me? Or, like, I've met them before. They, they seem to like me, you know. We've, we've had them over to our new place. I'm like, gonna, everything is good. So, Because, Dwight, in most times, people say, if you're not close to your family or your family not close to you, there's a problem. I want to date somebody who's very family-orientated. I want to date somebody very close to their parents. I want to date somebody where family is huge. Well, a lot of and times, that's though... that's kind of a value... That's that's not fair because I'm not close with, you know, certain members of my family because of horrible things that they've done. And it's not my fault. But that doesn't mean I'm not a family person. You know, I want to be around family. I want a family of my own. You have your own family. But I think in Dwight's case, Dwight, your girlfriend is painting this picture perfect relationship between you and your family because maybe her parents believe and expect that her boyfriend and future husband will be very close to his family and you'll make a big, good old family, his and hers. And I think that's... This is bad. It's a value that sometimes generation from generation transmits to each other. This is so wrong, though, because she's setting him up to fail in this situation because she's lying to her parents. And so when it comes time to finally get to that point... What's he supposed to do now? No, we've been lying the whole time. You know, why would she do that? Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I feel like from my perspective, this is someone who I've really seriously thought about proposing and marrying and spending my life with. And, you know, if we have a wedding, uh, we're going to have to navigate the fact that I don't have a lot of family members there, you know? And that's not your fault. So I I just don't know, like... I feel very conflicted because I want to be with this person, but they kind of make me feel ashamed of my life choices. Right, right. I would feel that way. Uh, The thing is, she lies because she's afraid of her parents' reaction. You remember the movie Meet the Parents where, (laughs) right, De Niro is like, I don't know if that's her case where she has to like... But that's not doesn't make it okay because she's still lying. It doesn't, Angie. And that makes it seem like right off the jump that his or her parents are going to judge him. Totally. She's ma- Listen, Dwight, and I agree with Angie, there is no room for lying. So you have to talk to her and just say, listen, you probably, you mean well, you want me to be in that picture-perfect family situation. I'm not, honey. And I don't want your parents to believe that's the case. Just help me out here. Just deconstruct the myth of this perfect family on my side. I love you. I love them. 
I love some people in my family, some I don't. C'est la vie, it's life. But I would not let that Dwight be an obstacle growing between you and her. You describe a lot of love. You said this, she's great, she's wonderful. You're thinking of proposing. I'm she's got to fix it. She's got to fix it. Yeah. Help her fix it. Help her understand what she's afraid of. And that's one of many things you will overcome anyway on the road of being married and happy. Okay? Thank you. I, I appreciate the advice. It's, yeah. yeah, all of this is not the end of the world at all. Thank you for calling in. Good luck to you, Dwight. Keep us posted. I will. Thank you. Have a good one. Good luck. Good luck. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Bonsoir. Good evening. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Great show tonight, Angie Taylor. Yes. Great show. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Absolutely. We couldn't be more grateful to you, all the listeners. Um, By the way, the website, simonandangie.com. Social media, Simon and Angie. I said that because we have a lot of great, great things on the social media from Angie, from me. So please go there. There's another thing that you don't want to miss. I have this podcast where I go a little deeper on one topic that is on my mind about relationships, such as lately we've done, you know, is marriage a life sentence? Is sexting necessary? Uh, should we be friends with our ex? And etc. You don't want to miss it. Very simple. Just go to Ahat Radio app. Mm-hmm. And then search La Confession with your humble servant. It's a lot of fun. Um, tonight, we talked about uh, what it means, really, when a woman says, fine. Yeah. Um, and I like what you said, Angie. You said the best way to avoid this confusion is to ask the answer more directly. Right. Right. I, I love that, that answer. And then we, we talked also about, you know, tests people give when they're dating to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, we had this caller who uh, was in a situation and, and was a date that, point out to her that he had this new car and was she a gold digger and not stuff like that you want to hear our answer and then finally we also had this last call with Dwight that uh, was wondering why his girlfriend would lie about his family situation right Mm -hmm. and that when my Simon Says came I I like to give a little Simon Says at each end of the show and I, I said lying rots relationships yes because there is no room for lying in any relationship or any friendship by the way but what happens when you lie in the beginning or in the middle of a relationship you open really a little rotten hole and it's going to get bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and destroy it Mm -hmm. so address the truth be calm be easygoing but you got to stop the lying and then everything will be okay so that's that's the advice for tonight. Thank you so much for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Angie Taylor. Thank you. Et bonne nuit. Bonne nuit, Simon. Bonne nuit, Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.